0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington.
1: And I'm Bill Knight. How are you? Happy Monday, by the way.
0: And happy Monday to you, too. It was an interesting weekend. A couple of things I picked up over the weekend, Bill, which I think you'll find fascinating. Um, Uh. Nearly five million illegals have entered the U.S. since Joe Biden took office. Those are the people that we counted, not the gotaways. Mm -hmm. Five million. So the gotaways, they say, could be twice that many. There's a uh, lot of people we don't we don't know who they are walking around this uh, beautiful country of ours.
1: And they have voting privileges, do they not? Because they've got IDs so they could vote.
0: Well, they're not supposed to. They're not supposed to have voting privileges. You're supposed to be a U.S. citizen. But if you had that funny little card, like you mm-hmm. said, I mean, do they stop you? Do they say, are you a legal citizen? I, I don't even know whether that's considered legal. Can you say to somebody at, vo- at the voting booth, are you a citizen?
1: No, you cannot ask anything like that. If they got ID that's acceptable, then they get to vote in. That's all there is to it. And, you know, they are, you know, got to clear up. Just a few weeks ago, the Republicans got it in the bag to have uh, Congress and the Senate. Now a lot of the uh, resources are coming back. We still have Congress, but it doesn't look like we're going to get the Senate. and And you know who's saying that,
0: Bill? The left. Mitch. No, oh, yeah, Mitch, Mitch too, the yes. Squish,
1: Mitch the Squish McC- uh, McConnell. Well, here's why: because he wants to be sure that he, if 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 we take the Senate, most likely he's not going to yield the gavel. He's going to the, the the if right he stays in the say,
0: minority, he'll be the leader. If yeah. he becomes the majority, there's a good chance they get a new a new uh, majority leader in the Senate.
1: Right. But, so yep. In in his career, he can say, "Well, it wasn't me that caused this loss so in yeah. the Senate. It. it was it was Trump. <laughs> everything is Trump's fault." I know. Even you, we were talking earlier. Even the Alec Baldwin thing.
0: The know? guy's been out of office for two years, and they still blame him for everything. I mean, if the sun doesn't come out in the morning, it's if it's a cloudy day, it's Donald Trump's fault. Um, and by the way, they have hundreds of terrorists who've been arrested over the course of his two year two years in office those are the people that we've caught mm-hmm. legally they, these are people who are on the uh, terrorist wanted list right how many did we miss? how many terrorists are in this country right now as we as we speak how many of them are out there and we don't know where they are or what they're doing
1: well I don't think we'll ever know until, We'll never know until it becomes beneficial for the left to sit there and say, we got to do something about this, and then it will be the right's fault that they're here. Trust me. Uh, everything that they do is for a reason and for their own gain, and then when it's no longer useful to them, they'll spin the story. They've done it all through history.
0: On so Friday, Victor Davis Hansen, who's a, uh, a member of the— uh the Hoover Institute, a senior mm-hmm. fellow at the Hoover Institute. He's also a Fox contributor. He was on the uh, Jesse Waters show with right. Pete, Pete Hegseth. He had some interesting comments. Listen to this.
2: The left projects, so if Christopher Steele draws on sources like Dushinko and Dolan, a Clinton operative, they draw on Russian sources to smear Donald Trump and then they call it Trump collusion. Mm-hmm. So they're talking nonstop about civil war. They really are. And they do things that are revolutionary. I mean, nobody on the right said, let's jump the the 233-year-old Electoral College, the 180-year-old filibuster, the 150-year-old nine-person Supreme Court. Nobody said, let's bring in uh, two more states and end the idea for 60 years of a 50-state union. And then when you look what they've actually done, they failed at that. But Nobody in the Republican Party ever tore up the State of the Union address on national Mm. TV like Nancy Pelosi. No Speaker of the House, not Newt Gingrich, not anybody else, Paul Ryan, they never said, you can't to the minority party, you can't have these people on committees. That was a revolutionary thing to do in the House. Uh, Nobody ever goes outside the homes of Justice Kagan, thank God, or Justice Sotomayor. There's not right wing assassins that show up out there. And when you look at the literature that's coming out, if you look at the New Republic or the nation, these left-wing venues, all you hear is blue exit, and it's time for succession, and we can't live with each other. Or if you read, you know, Time Magazine, that classic article by Molly Ball in February of 2021, where she gushed, she was giddy outlining what she called was a conspiracy to change radically the voting laws, to inject four or five hundred million dollars to alter the way we voted for for centuries, so that 70% of the votes would not be cast on election day, even as the rejection rate would decline by a magnitude of seven or eight of the individual ballots. So these are revolutionary things they're doing. And the other thing is they never show any data. It's easy to say Trump is a fascist, or Trump did this, or these people are revolutionaries or they won a civil war, but did Donald Trump ever try to weaponize the the, the IRS in Lois Lerner fashion? Did he take the FBI and use it to go after Joe Biden's residence when uh, he was president? Did they go into the DOJ and have this collusion hoax? Did any of these people who worked for Trump lie four times to a federal investigator like the FBI Director Andrew McCabe? So they are the revolutionaries and they project it onto others. And what's the whole purpose of this, Pete? The whole purpose is on these agenda issues, they're behind and Joe Biden has an anemic rating and they feel that if they can gin up a January 6 crisis, sort of a Reichstag fire, and they did it in, remember in 2021 when they mm-hmm. uh, had bob wire and 30,000 troops in Washington DC and the greatest weaponization since the civil war, or they can take, the raid, and just dribble things out. One, one week it'll be nuclear secrets. The next Trump improperly took out momentals. The next he was trying to get information on his enemies. And then the media goes to town with a bombshell, walls are closing yeah. in. And otherwise we're don't we don't, we're not going to look at the issues. Inflation, the border, energy prices, crime, Afghanistan, foreign policy. Instead it's always react to allegations that you're insurrectionist
0: Amazing. What a terrific piece here. And he what he said is so true. They dribble things out. Every mm-hmm. week it's something different. Trump has nuclear information. He has nuclear codes. Uh, Trump did this. Trump did that. It's always a new dribble, a, a new a new crisis that's Donald Trump's fault. And it's all coming from the left, even January the 6th. Right, we, you and I both know because we—you we, saw it on television. You know you, they don't want you to believe your lying eyes, but we saw it on television, and it wasn't a riot. I mean, even the people who went inside the Capitol—I mean, they went as, you, you would have thought it was a parade. You would have thought it was a uh, 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 a tourist group that was walking through the uh, th- through the Capitol, looking at the different things and the statues. It wasn't, if it was a real insurrection, you would have seen things smash. You would have things, the only, the only thing that was terrible in that whole thing, in my opinion, was the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. And that was, and that was done by a Capitol, a
1: Capitol Hill police officer. But they're laying that on the Trump doorstep. And you know, if people don't pay attention and they don't, I'm sorry. Uh, probably people listening, they hear us and they go, yeah, 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 yeah. Well go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then one day, you know, when all your rights are gone, yep. j- then you'll remember, but you got to pay attention. But it, cause if you listen to the six o'clock news, uh, if you control the news, you own the news, then, you know, you are going to believe exactly what they tell you to believe. You got to go out and then find out for yourself. Just don't trust the talking heads on TV.
0: We learned last week the IRS has 87,000 new agents that are coming in, are coming on board. 87,000. Then on Friday, this was released. Court rules that taxpayers can sue the IRS for violating constitutional rights on data collection. The First mm-hmm. Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals just issued a ruling that taxpayers will be able to take the IRS to court for violating their rights with data collection. Well, good luck with that.
1: Good luck with that. And that's if you live through the knock at the door when <laughs> they're there, they're armed because they can shoot if they say they deem themselves, they, they, they had fear for their lives because they're the IRS. Another hated.
0: reason why, Bill, you should be voting for uh, a change in power in Washington and even on the state level is because one of the things that uh, the Republican candidates are promising is that they will uh, move to have those 87,000 uh, people who were brought into the IRS uh, removed. And they'll you know, do, they can do that, by the way, by defunding. They can, the Congress has the power, maybe not to fire, but they have the power, because they hold the purse strings, to cut off the funds to the IRS to pay for those people. And yeah. if they cut off the funds...
1: The IRS is going to have to let them go. Well, I want to say something on the IRS. I also want to say something on the funding. So let's go with the IRS first. Something you and I talked about uh, off mic, you know, in our conversations last week, and something nobody's thought of, and because we were talking about the telephone scams, the telemarketers, mm-hmm. and the different scams that are going out there, and there's even scammers out there that that you might claim that they are with the government. Well, taking that that cue right there, if you've got 87,000 armed agents that can come to your house and, hello, Mr. Harrington, we'd like to go over your taxes. Well, what is to stop a criminal from coming up with a fake badge? Just like the telemarketers. And coming to your house with a gun, Mr. Harrington, I'm with the IRS, foot in the door, let me in. Now, once that door, and you let them in because hey, it's the government. You know, I got to. But they're not the government. Let's say that they they have phony credentials and you know they can make it look official. Yep. Yeah. Now they get into your house, you know, you know, hey, that's a nice pillow on that couch. Let me see that. You're dead. Now they ransack your house, they take whatever they want, because you let them in because of a stupid thing that the government set up. So maybe suing the IRS and the government ain't a bad idea
0: legally I don't think you are obligated to let anybody into your house without a warrant I think I'm, I'm, now, not, the, I'm not a lawyer but well, I believe that you have to have a warrant they can't say let us in because if they say let us in we're from the IRS or from whatever government agency they say they're from and and they haven't got a search warrant then tell them to go hey Go pound tar. You I need to see a warrant.
1: Well, I agree with that, but you know, do you argue with the man or woman or whatever with a gun, with a gun on their hip and they, they un you know, they unbuckle the little strap that keeps it in there and they're going, Yeah, I can get you a warrant. I have it right here. Now, do you want to go over your taxes? And who are who are you to argue with them? Because they're the IRS They're well, I mean- the government.
0: Can't can't you say I have to make a phone call to my lawyer
1: first? Well, again, you've made your phone call. This is my warrant right here in my hand. Well, then he's violating the law,
0: and uh, prove I mean, it. <laughs> prove it. That's why you know. By the way, the other thing you do, I believe, I believe, is you take out your cell phone and you start rolling video.
1: Why not just have a camera that's hidden and only a family member well, knows I, where the recorder I, is? I,
0: Bill, I may. You may too. But <laughs> I, mean, I can tell you that I, uh, I'll leave it at that. A lot of people do. There are companies like Blink and Ring, and uh, you know, uh, all those different uh, security companies. They have cameras all over the place now.
1: I yeah, thought- I, it's it's sad when you gotta sit there and protect yourself from your own government. Well, you, you know, you didn't have to
0: do this, and, and Victor Davis Hanson said this, you didn't have to do that when Trump was in office. No, you didn't. Only when the other side, the touchy-feely, you know, down-home, all-American left are in office. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, things become totally different. Let me give you an example. Joe Biden enlists China-owned TikTok to partner with federal voting assistance program in 2022 midterm elections. Of course. Why do we need TikTok to have their foot in the door of that? Why do they have to be involved with our midterms? Why is Biden getting TikTok, by the way, owned by the Chinese government? And and no, they, we, we talked about it. They have two versions. They have yeah. one that is domestic, meaning that you only see it in China, and one that is worldwide. And the one that is worldwide is the more corrupt version
1: Well, I used to watch it because there were some funny things in it, it. It allowed people to have some freedom. And you saw a lot of actors get on it. A lot of the right got right. on it and used it. Uh, but I started noting that uh, the left was going on it, spewing all the stuff. And mm-hmm. they're the, the haters out there. So I said, enough you know, is enough, that's it. Because uh, I don't like... You know, the the hustlers out there trying to sell porn, forget that. Uh, I don't like the, um, I get where they're going, well, if the right can use it, the left can too. Well, I don't want to sit there and be inundated with crap. So I just said, forget it. I'm done with it. And I would encourage you, uh, if you got kids or if you watch it because you're bored, find another source of entertainment, get rid of it. You said something interesting
0: before we started the show. Most of our most interesting stuff, by the way, is actually it happens off mic. Ha- ha- it happens before the show. Bill said that he was posting something online yesterday. Oh, it was Fetterman. a co- it was a comment, I, and I want to make a point here: a, a comment about John Fetterman, and it was a well thought out yeah. com- comment. and and just as you got you hit the enter button, it went through a thought process the computer did. And then you got a statement saying no,
1: right? Michael. Yeah, co- I, I got to remember the exact words and I don't, but basically that you could not, you could not, uh, it violated comment, a policy, essentially. Yeah. When you talk about a person's intellect or, you know, their history or anything like that, couldn't do it. Well, basically, they were attack. he was attacking Dr. Oz and the mm-hmm. story was attacking Dr. Oz. Oh, he's a privileged. This and that. He's got a lot of money. He's out of touch. He's not from the state. And I said, well, you know, Fetterman is not a native of Pennsylvania. Yeah, you know, the fact is he went to Ivy League schools. The fact in the fact is he was born a privileged white boy. And I say that as a white boy. But he's a privileged white boy that got an allowance till he was forty five years of age. He hasn't worked. Oh yeah. In two thousand five he became the mayor of Raddock. Have you seen Braddock lately? He's done <laughs> yeah. nothing yeah And basically that was it now. You so, might say not favorable to Fetterman, but they're going no you can't you can't do that.
0: So let's talk about internet poison. Mm-hmm. They will take you making a perfectly legitimate comment based on fact mm-hmm. and they'll censor you and they'll do it instantaneously, okay? But the same internet will make available to our children the most pornographic of pornographic material. It'll be there at the stroke of a key. I mean, even if you're not looking for this stuff, it'll find you. Now, with a keystroke, a 14-year-old, 13-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 7-year-old who has access to a computer can get pornography. And that's poison to the minds of our people. And they they don't censor it. What I'm trying to say is they go after a guy like you for making a perfectly valid political comment, and they do it instantaneously. But the poison that's out there, the real poison that's out there, they don't do a damn thing to stop it. So what does that say about what they're doing to our society? And I'm not just talking about TikTok. You told me that this wasn't on Facebook that this was a regular no, comment. No,
1: no, no. This was a regular comment. And I have noticed a couple of things. If they throw a story out there that you go, Oh, I got to say something on this, comments are turned off. And usually the comments are turned off at an article that is going to draw heat from both sides of the political arena. Right. So, see, even you, my Democrat friend, are being played. Now, when they turn on the comments, they know that it's one of those issues that they've branded, they own, that they can sit there and use it as a divisive issue. And I even heard an interview where somebody sat there and said, look, you know, can't we agree that we disagree on politics, but I like you personally? And the answer to that was, no, it achieves nothing. I've got to hate you and you've got to hate me. And this knockdown drag out, there's only going to be one winner. Sometimes I wonder whether those
0: responses are real. I think they want us to be angry with, with each other. I think they want us to hate each other. This goes back to Victor Davis Hanson, right? There's, there's a, an element in our society that wants turmoil, chaos. They want civil unrest. He even says the other side is the side that's really talking about civil war. You don't Mm. hear it on the right. You don't hear us no, talking about Civil War. No, but they are Civil painting War.
1: that picture. They're painting that picture. They're painting the picture of a dirty bomb. They even, in a s- movie that just popped up on TV, they painted a picture on, uh, oh, I forget what it is. It's something 65. It's basically the stuff that is used um, in right. hospitals. That's coming I, I, from Peru. I think Peru. it's uh, is something. Um, yeah, like I know what days. you're talking
0: about. It's something like r- nuclear waste yeah
1: it's got a half its life is five years yeah and what it will do is make people sick but it's a dirty bomb can contaminate no my friends if somebody wants to do a dirty bomb with dirty stuff trust me i don't know where to get it because i don't want to do that kind of stuff but i guess if i put my mind to it uh, i'm sure that i could go to washington uh, there are companies
0: every single day driving that crap along our highways to nuclear waste sites, and if someone wants to get a hold of it, they'll know where to look for it, and what trucks to look at.
1: There's a state called uh, Washington. Yeah, the state of Washington. Mm -hmm. There's a town that started with an H, Hanford, Hanover, something like that. It's where we manufactured all the plutonium for the original bombs, and it it is the most contaminated city in the U.S. You don't think that I could go there if I were a Person of evil, and find what I needed to make a sure. pretty pretty devastating uh, thing. That it, sure it would be there. just as
0: easy to go to your local neighborhood hospital and grab their waste. I mean, uh, they have they have truckloads of of nuclear waste from their different machines that well, uh, they ship off every day.
1: Well, there's also you know where do people learn to become a nuclear physicist? Oh, in school. So major universities like the University of North Carolina, UNC, like that, they have you know a little five you know low grade you know uh, reactors, but they got you know enough there that somebody could get in. Yeah, the R, uh, what is it, the uh, the whatever it is, the uh, the the NRC, the Nuclear Regulatory Committee Commission. Uh, yeah. Commission, yeah, they go in there and they investigate stuff. You're telling me that somebody couldn't uh, under the nose of something before anybody knew, get something out of there and make something.
0: In the meantime, this administration out there. this administration is sending, is allowing terrorists to come across our, our border unchecked and get in, get in place wherever they want to get in place to do whatever, whatever kind of evil they have planned. You know, you can't help but think that what they're doing isn't treason. I well, mean I mean our administration to allow not. this to happen. I saw a picture and you may have seen it on television. The yeah. Texas National Guard had a fence with a gate on it, and there were there were illegals on the other side and they were trying to get in. And the Texas National Guard were keeping them from crossing through oh, into yeah. the United States. Along comes a border patrol officer federal, right? He comes mm-hmm. along and he's got orders. His orders are what? To unlock the gate, open the door, and let them in. So here is our job. here is our federal law enforcement officer who takes an oath to protect us from just this type of thing. And he's been ordered to open the gate and allow these people in. And that's exactly what he did. And you can see the look on the On the uh, national guardsmen, their faces like you got to be kidding. I've been, we've been standing here with our rifles, telling them they can't come through, and all of a sudden you come along with no gun, open the door, and let them in. Mm -hmm.
1: Now this Uh, is, you know, it takes a special type of crap person to take that kind of job because I don't care what they pay, I don't care what it is. If you do that, you've sold out the nation. As far as I'm concerned, you're a criminal when you take that kind of job that you we we'll sit there and put you know our democracy and i'm using the word democracy because the democrats think they own it but it's actually not theirs it's everybody's you put that in 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 uh in harm's way mm. you are the biggest criminal of all time going back to fetterman real quick reasons not to vote for him because this is our platform you know not only is he a poser and a liar and he's a privileged person but you even mentioned you know that he is i know he was for letting uh, thirty percent of the prison population out. He wants to legalize. What was that? Well, let's going?
0: let's hear it from him, his own his yeah. own mouth.
2: Uh, I was on a panel with Secretary Wetzel uh, earlier before the pandemic hit, and he said something remarkable that I agree with. He said we could reduce our prison population by a third. And not make anyone less safe in Pennsylvania. And that's a profound statement. That is
0: ridiculous, okay? He wants to release the He's more concerned with letting the prisoners out of jail than keeping us safe, okay? He thinks it's a great and profound thing to release a third of our prisoners. Then he said this.
2: I think it's important that we as a society have all the options on the table, including um, needle exchange, which is only technically legal in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and even safe injection sites that are being considered, like say in Philadelphia. I'll never forget the meeting that I had at, down at the DSCC where they you know, evaluate you and your campaign and your candidacy. And one of the things that I kept talking
0: about was the opioid crisis. And they were just like, wait a second, what are you talking about? Like. You want to legalize heroin. This guy, this guy doesn't make any sense. And anyone with any brains would say, all right, Dr. Oz, he's a, he's a neuro he's a, a cardiovascular surgeon. Right. And he's had success in broadcasting. He makes sense. He's for things that we like, like secure borders and lower taxes, things like that. Versus this guy who looks like. He looks like he's from a, a, a Satanist movie. If <laughs> you see this guy? I mean, he just has that. If I were in Central Casting and I were looking for somebody to play, you know, the devil, I think I'd look over to a John Fetterman because he has
1: that look. Fetterman looks like a tough guy, uh, like a steel mill worker, or like a tough guy from Pennsylvania. But let me tell you something. He's a wuss. He's a privileged kid. He's never done anything in his life. And, you know, but he's got a mouth and he likes to talk tough. Mm. Well, you know, he's the kind of guy you run into a bar and he'll say something to your face and start, you know, talking smack. He'd get a SmackDown. We don't want to
0: be specific to Pennsylvania because we have people all over the world listening to this uh, podcast. I know, believe it or not. And, um, but it, it's such it, – it, it is a, an example of what's happening all around our country. I well, mean, he is an what's, example happening, what's happening in Pennsylvania is happening, happening, happening in New York. It's happening in Massachusetts. It's happening in
1: Connecticut. It's happening everywhere. But when these guys get into the Senate, they don't have just a state platform anymore. Right. They've got a national platform, a global platform to make decisions – and do you want that kind of guy making decisions on your behalf in Nevada, California, Arizona, Texas, Florida? I wouldn't What's interesting is they make
0: they make they're trying to go after Trump, I think. Oh yeah. Because they figure if they can make if they can soil Trump, part of that soiling will rub off on all of his endorsed candidates because all of his endorsed candidates have done really well in
1: the primaries. Well, the narrative that they have right now is that, well, you know, because of all the things that Trump is guilty of, he's not guilty of a damn thing. You know, these are just the allegations that you've done since he got into office, and you keep throwing it, and you, you impeached him over it, and then it turned out it was all fake. It doesn't stick. Now, maybe they might make it stick, but it's BS because what they're making stick is a, is a trumped-up story that they're doing, but what they say is happening— is that, well, the numbers are turning. And I think it's not only to disillusion the right, but whatever base they got, they want to deliver and rally for those troops so that they can sit there, yes, I'm going to say it, complete their steal, because they have it in place to fake those numbers. They did it before, they're going to do it again. One of the things about Trump, is that because he's such a wealthy guy,
0: he has the ability to fight back. I mean, if if they were going after you or, or they going after me, it would be tough. They could, they'd put us out of business. We'd run out of money. But Trump is a multi-billionaire, and he can fight back. And what he's doing, he says he will be uh, filing a, quote, major motion soon in response to the FBI raid in Mar-a-Lago. I think it is in relation to... Uh, the fourth amendment. And, uh, I think well, it's there gonna... was a
1: judge that said it won't work because of the fourth amendment. And I'm going, if that doesn't work, that means that you guys, there will totally... always be a judge somewhere yeah. who will say something against whatever he says. They're, they're They're look, they are, they are doing evil things. I'm not going to say the word to the constitution. They've thrown it on the ground and they're doing something, uh, you know, reprehensible to it. It's just you know, this
0: guy, Reinhardt, is a magistrate. He's not even a, like a judge. He's he's smaller than that. Oh, you could be a magistrate. I could be a magistrate. Right. He's a magistrate. And they, they're saying for a magistrate to sign, o- sign off on something so important as a raid on, on the president's house, the first ever in the history of our country. Folks, can you imagine if uh, John Adams had raided that, uh, Mount Vernon, you know, if, uh, Thomas Jefferson had raided the home of John Adams, I mean, come on. And, you know, back in those days, they didn't have, the laws weren't set yet in stone. They were laid out, but they weren't firm. We didn't have decades and even hundred, centuries of history behind them. They were brand new, but, mm-hmm. but back in those days, they had respect for the office they had respect for the there person is none, who, now. none none that's exactly what i was going to say they there there is uh, no more respect well there may be respect for biden in office but, really but there's no not from not from our side maybe but from the left i mean they talk they are talking about him as being a man of major accomplishment the left is. Yeah. the media is saying oh it's been another great month for joe biden
1: Another well, great am- month. Isn't that amazing how it turns around now? You know, he was in the toilet. Now all of a sudden he's doing well, and his approval rating is up. It just overnight, just like how he won the election. Just, which know, is
0: another reason up. why you shouldn't read the polls, and or and if you do and read the polls, fake. you shouldn't take them with any uh, take them with a grain of salt, okay? Because they're not really what they are in broadcasting. We lived and died by ratings, which are nothing more than polls, essentially. Am I right, Bill? I mean, you were a program manager. I was a program manager in broadcasting. Uh, yeah. Ratings are essentially a poll. They go around. What station are you listening to? How often do you listen to it? When do you listen to it? What time of day? I mean, those are the things that they, that they ask.
1: To give you an idea, you might have a favorite station, but then everybody knew it, but all of a sudden one day they just go away. And the reason they went away is the ratings weren't there. Part of the reason that the ratings weren't there is because their participation financially with oh, that ratings true. company, who's no longer in business. Um, For,
0: you know, let's I'm, be more specific. If I am a radio station and I'm a subscriber to your rating service and it's costing me $10,000, $30,000 a month, or I mean a rating period, Right. And I decide, oh, enough of that nonsense. I'm not going to subscribe anymore. And suddenly in the next rating book that the other people get in your marketplace, your station has gone from being maybe number three in the market to an also ran. What does that say
1: about the survey? And when you really look at break it down, those ratings and just like surveys. Sure. Sure. Uh, if you do the mathematics on it, and there's somewhere as a disclaimer that it represents like 0.01% or 0.1% <laughs> I know. of your population. So in other words, it's toilet paper, friends. It is that's a, all
0: it is. And friends, it is nothing more than a poll. Yeah. It's a poll. It goes out. It talks to people. What are you listening to? Why do you listen to it? Who do you listen to? Okay, that's that is the same thing that a political poll is. Who are you going to vote for? Why are you going to vote for this person? Are you a Democrat? Are you a Republican? Are you an Independent? That's how it works. And if they don't like the answers you're giving them, they will ask them, for example, instead of going over to uh, the conservative part of town, they may go over to the more liberal part of town and ask the same questions. I mean, they're the same questions, mind you, but they know that they're going to get a different answer because the people that they're asking the questions to are historically
1: of a different mindset. Well, in ratings, uh, that was called zip codes. Now, right. you wanted your signal to go to, oh, the good influential codes. Oh, absolutely, zip codes, yes. Uh, where the money is, but yeah. that's
2: that's
0: the other thing. I want to go to the seat, Totsy part of town. I don't want right. to go to the, the slums, you know. <laughs> I want yeah, to go to... Yeah,
1: but now if the slums will vote your favor... Mm-hmm. Then that's what you want to target, and that's who you want to survey. And that way you take those numbers and tout it in the other areas where you're weak. You know, and look, it's a game. It is not real. It's a that's game exactly of right. manipulation. And they're manipulating you.
0: Let's tell you what what happens when they release a poll. Fox will come out. Our latest Fox News poll says Or CNN will say, our latest CNN poll says that, and it adds gravitas, as they they would say, gravitas to the poll. The CNN poll. The ABC poll. All these polls come out. They're nothing. They're just surveys, folks. They're nothing more than surveys, and they're skewed. I'm so, waiting
1: for the TP poll to come out. The toilet paper poll, yes. <laughs> Orange, yeah, the toilet poll, yeah. We, we went to bathrooms across America. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we checked all
0: the writing on the yeah, stall boy. walls, and here's what we found out. Um, in 2016, I promised myself that I would never listen to another poll again because they were so wrong. Yeah, they that are. I got, I got so upset going into the election thinking that uh, it was going to be a walk away for Hillary. And that all the polls even on election night were saying, well, I know it looks good for Donald Trump right now, but uh, our polls say that towards the end of the night things should sway Hillary's way. Well, they didn't sway Hillary's uh, way and, and she was upset. Oh, I know because she be- she knew that the polls were supposed to reflect what was supposed to happen.
1: Meaning right. She well, she had look. some
0: inside information.
1: Yeah, if you look at the history of the look, you go back to uh even the Senate race now, which is very important. And you look at the Democrats have always kind of held that Senate for most of the time. And they've had candidates in place. They had some unfortunate circumstances like, uh, you know, uh, uh the plane, uh, with, uh, the young Kennedy that went and yep. they, a yep. lot of their future with hopes, John Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they went down and like that. And they're going to, Oh, because, they could build a, a base and a lie around some of these people that had the big namesakes and, you know, would carry on their party in their favor. Although, you know, uh, old man, or I say John, uh, John F. Kennedy, a uh, lot of lot of rumors that uh, it was us that took him out, uh, not us. He, I know what you're
0: saying. You're saying yeah. uh, the the deep state took because him out. Because yeah.
1: he, he, he did actually have, you know, Uh, Some certain values.
0: Many people say that if you look at what he believed in in 1962 and compared it to what the Republican Party believes in today, I mean, he believed in lower taxes, a smaller Mm. government. He believed in those things, and he was a Democrat from Boston. Right. Compare it to what the Republicans of today believe, and it's very similar you know, if you had said to John Kennedy, you're going to be a socialist, he'd hit you, I think. because he oh, was. Yeah. He was, and I say that, my dad, and I i don't mind uh, saying this, my dad was a lawyer back in Massachusetts, and he knew John Kennedy. And uh, they actually, he actually asked my dad to go down to, uh, to Hyannis Port and to consider being a part of his uh, presidential campaign. My dad at the time was into his own business, his own law office, and he said you just couldn't do it. But he knew enough about John Kennedy to know, to know what kind of guy he was. And a lot of what, yeah, we hear about the, we hear about the carousing. We hear about uh, the uh, womanizing that he was involved in. And, but there was another side to him, which you don't hear about, which was the more staid, the more um, traditionally American side of him. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there are people in our society who would uh, enjoy sullying the image of somebody like John Kennedy, especially if he could be considered more patriotic. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that they figure, well, he kind of looks like a Republican. Let's soil his image up a bit. And, and they've done that, I think. I think a lot of people think of John Kennedy and they think of his carousing in the pool, the White House pool. And those stories probably were true. And And if they were, that's but you know what,
1: uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. But the simple fact is, you're not voting for those values. You're voting for your country. He had his horse hitched to the right cart in that uh, the right buggy in that particular instance. He was uh, a good man.
0: The story was that he had plans to withdraw. All of our forces from Vietnam by 1965, he had plans to get everybody out of Vietnam. He thought of it as a uh, being a, a waste of humanity, our humanity. Mm-hmm. He said enough is enough. And the word was the war machine wasn't crazy about that. I mean, there's, there's billions of dollars worth of revenue that they were going to lose if we pulled out of that war. Yeah. So, and, and think about what happened. He's assassinated in November of 1963, and almost instantaneously, Lyndon Johnson puts the brakes on the idea of withdrawal and doubles down on the war. Right. That was a brilliant move. We could go on and on, but I guess what we're saying is don't believe all the, the rumors and all the polls that you hear. I know sometimes it can be depressing, but you hear them sometimes from people that you trust and give them a lot of credence. Like I heard Tucker talking about Dr. Oz being down in the polls in Pennsylvania, and then it wasn't a shoe in for Dr. Oz. I'm hoping that he said this not to depress or suppress the vote in PA, but to excite the base and get people out, uh, and, and get them out to vote for Dr. Oz. Uh, but I also think that the polls in PA aren't accurate.
1: No, I don't think they are either because look, uh, obviously they you and I are from PA and I, I hear people from Pittsburgh and across the state in Philadelphia and I know where their hearts are. Now. Yeah, obviously I, I, you could say, I run in a conservative circle, but you know what? Uh, I still have ties into the media and different other sure. things, which is pretty liberal. So I hear from them too. And the, the consensus is, I'm getting about an 80-20, 80 conservative, 20 liberal. Uh, it That's just the number mm-hmm. that if I were going to sit there and go, well, oh, okay, let me count this up, that's what it feels like. Maybe it's 70-30, but the overwhelming majority uh, are conservative, and or at least they're leaning that way. I don't want to say they're conservatives at, at, by nature. Do you nature. notice
0: how mainstream media has – They've never been more direct about the 2020 election than they are now. They are coming out on television, and they're calling it the big lie. Mm. They are labeling the election of uh, Biden as being legitimate, right. and that Trump's accusations are the big lie. Yes. And, they're, and they're all saying it in unison. And, and folks, they're doing this for a reason. They, they're trying to put that thing to bed. They're trying to make it. A final thing. There's no more discussion here. Everybody knows it was the big lie. But that isn't the case. I don't care who you are or where you are. There's a lot of people out there with a lot of evidence that there was corruption in the 2020 election. I mean, serious corruption in the 2020 election. And forget that election because, you know, you're not going to get Trump back in, okay? We all, we're not stupid. Even if he won the election, and I think that technically he did win it, at this point, I don't think you're going to see him replace Biden anytime soon unless he's voted into office again. But I think that if we don't fix the problem of tampering with our elections, then it will only get worse and I think even we're going to face problems in the midterms. I think that they've got they've, – they're so confident, the people who, who messed around in 2020, they're so confident that they can do it again because there were no consequences. Nobody paid any price for doing that.
1: Well, one of the things that gave it away, you know, was that little stupid thing because they had the cameras on 24-7, and we all saw those numbers just do a big – You know, several hundred thousand flip, Mm -hmm. like four or five hundred thousand flip. And what was it? One thirty or two thirty, whatever it was in the wee hours of the morning. Do you think that they're going to let us see through that uh, peephole again? Hell no. No. And see, if you don't see it, then you don't know it.
0: I got to play something for you before we uh, run out of time. The vaccination situation is still a, oh. a major discussion. Uh-huh. I don't know how people can say get vaccinated after all that's come down about its ineffectiveness. It's mm-hmm. like saying, "It's like saying, I know that the Yugo falls apart. I know it has four wheels, and I know we thought it was going to be a great car, but the damn thing, it uh, breaks down every 20 feet. But still, we want you to buy it. We still think you should buy the Yugo, okay? We still think that that car is a great car. You should get it, you know? The vaccine doesn't seem to be effective. They, at first, they said you get two vaccinations and you're fine. Right. Then they said, well, get a third, va- third shot and you're fine. Then they said, well, a fourth booster might be necessary. Now they're saying, you know, you might have to get one every nine months. I wanted to play a montage of people who told you told us to get the vaccination. Listen to this.
3: You're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Don't get sick. They're really really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no almost no, uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in ICU and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. So we need a new a new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasal nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected the same level as the level of virus in the nasal pharynx of an unvaccinated person reports from our international colleagues including Israel suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early oh. and if you look at Israel mm-hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us they are seeing a waning of immunity not only against infection Against hospitalizations and to some extent death, a booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. For for every every adult to get a booster shot, Uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in.
0: Now that last guy there, that last guy, the best investment guy, that's Bill Gates. Yeah. And now I want to play just his part. It's only 23 seconds long. Bill Gates.
3: Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmission. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. Uh, Clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in.
0: I only wish that I could have shown you the video, Bill, because on the second cut, when he says we need uh, more vaccines, better vaccines, yeah. he giggles. He doesn't laugh. He giggles. It's almost sinister, okay? And I'm thinking to myself, and why are we listening to this expert? I mean, this guy doesn't even have a college degree, okay? He's worth, no, he doesn't. He's worth a billion dollars. I mean, several billion dollars. He is the founder of Microsoft or... Uh, he didn't create the uh, product that Microsoft sold. No, nope. He actually stole it, some people say. But uh, that's another story for another time. He talks like an expert. He, oh, yeah. he, he puts himself on the public stage like he should know that this vaccine is the, is the answer.
1: Well, he's got money and good for him. He's got money. Did he do everything above board? No, he didn't, but we're not going to go into that. But the fact that he's got money and he's got a suit on and he looks like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm one of the wealthiest men in the world. I was once the wealthiest man. And you would, you're assuming that he has all this knowledge and stuff. You know, he's not allowed in India because, uh, all the research that he did there on children uh and the number is just staggering yeah staggering number it uh you know you could you could uh you could create a medium-sized city with the amount of children that died under his uh his direction for research talking about the covid vaccination story, story will do it delicately but apparently you know you get the vaccination and then all of a sudden, you know, commonly, you know, you can still, ob- you, you were not, weren't supposed to be able to still get it, but you can still get the uh, fatigue, the sore throat, the headache. But if you get the vaccine, there is another uh, another malady that goes along the with side it. side effect, yeah. 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 Uh, the, the, the stomach gurgles, and you know what that leads to? Many hours on the throne. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's part of it, and to put it mildly, You'll know you probably need to take your temperature and get ready because you're in for seven days of rottenness. Because in what comes out of you is rotten, and it makes me wonder because I'm not going to go into that aspect of it, but it does make me wonder if you ever had an animal that you know, got sick, old, and they were just getting eaten up from the inside out. And you know where I'm going with this, you knew it was bad, you knew that what was happening to them. Their insides were shutting down and and, and being eat up with something. Uh, you you gotta wonder. <laughs> well, you know,
0: build these athletes that we're yeah. seeing. We're seeing day after day after day uh, healthy young athletes either collapsing on the football fields or dying. In many cases they're dying, and they won't come out in the stories and say they died from the vaccination because I guess they're not really sure. But you gotta wonder. It's awfully unusual that these people are dying suddenly, and we didn't seem to have this happen before this uh, vaccination was made such a part of our lives.
1: Yeah. You know, I had a really crazy thought on COVID and everything because they're they're, they're really, you know, hammering down that everybody's got to be vaccinated, and there are people that say, no, I will never do it. And then I thought about it, and I thought, yeah, I remember back the big hype when they put chlorine in the water, a lot of people wouldn't drink public water because it was chlorinated. Well, it's good for your teeth and all of that stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. What is to stop them from putting it in the water, unbeknownst to you? You know what? We'll make sure everybody's vaxxed. You don't
0: know. You don't know. We we, we trust so much in our our world, don't we? I mean, I know that, for example, in the water supply that I get, which is a municipal water supply? Yeah, there's an element. I think there's chlorine in it. Yeah, they have to. They put an element, a, a certain amount of chlorine into the water. We drink it like it's pure, like it's perfect. But the fact is, they're putting something in it. And when they don't put it in it, they have to send you a notice saying the water may look different because we can't put the chlorine in it for some reason. You think about it. Isn't that what they put in swimming pools? chlorination
1: yeah you know i live down in west virginia and uh, they have the plant down there Uh, they they also used to make the chemical down there that killed all the people in bhopal but uh they have the shelter in place rules and you know i knew some friends that worked at the chlorine plant i said what's the deal on this And they said oh well if we have a burp or you know uh an an escape of the gas uh there's a 15 to 25 mile radius kind of like the nuclear power plant and I said, so what does that mean? They said, oh, you're dead. That stuff comes out. You are dead. There's no... You, 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 you'll you burn up from it being released wow. into the air. And, yeah, well, let's put that in the water. Yeah, we use it. Well, you know, limited doses. They do use it. Uh, we use it in laundry. Uh, believe it or not, uh, you know, oh, well, Trump said to inject yourself with chlorine. Actually... Uh, people are injected with chlorine sometimes if they they do the the pick line to get antibiotics or whatever kind of drug that they Uh got to get they clean it out with the saline with a mild um, chlorine in it if you ever got an infectious wound let's say you cut your foot open to to prevent stuff they i forget what it's called but it's got like 25 percent chlorine in a saline solution, and it is chlorine that you're putting on an open wound, which gets into your blood. So what we're
0: saying is we really don't know what we're getting.
1: Exactly. You don't know what they're doing, how they're doing it. So if they wanted to sit there and say, you know, we got to get this into everybody, they're going to do it. Uh, Right right now they're just trying to be above board, but at some point in time some politician is going to go, just put it in the water, and let's shut up about it and do it, and that's it. Along those lines. Don't give me that water.
0: Senator Ron Johnson, he wants to know, I guess a whistleblower came to him and said that uh, the vaccine the military is getting is Mm -hmm. the temporary approval vaccine that was available to everybody initially from Pfizer. And I guess the military, by law, you have to give them only approved vaccinations and medicines. That's true. FDA approved. You can't give them something which is temporarily approved or partially approved. And I guess they're giving them the partially approved vaccinations, and there's a lot of tr- a lot of people uh, complaining about it.
1: Well, the soldier that's getting the vax wouldn't know, but the guy giving the vax wouldn't know. So is that the whistleblowers? So they want to know mm. who told on them, so that they can deal with them appropriately.
0: Also, reading uh, about another uh, interesting story: a uh, Lieutenant John Bose, he's a U.S. Air Force pilot now. I would think that training a guy to be a pilot is very expensive. Yeah. Training them to fly jets is, you know, there's a lot of money involved. He asked for a, a religious exemption from the vaccination; it was denied, and he's been grounded since last September. So one of our one of our pilots, one of the guys we we invested a lot of money in to fly, who asked for a religious exemption. You would think that would be fairly easy to give because, I mean, how can you prove it's not a religious exemption? If a guy says it's against my faith to get the shot, where do you go to get a rebuttal?
1: Well, you know, that's like me believing and having to take her word for it and his word for it that that, uh, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi are devout catholics. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> you got to love it. And what amazes me, some of the clergymen, they nod in agreement. Oh yes, uh, come on in. We'll give you communion. No problem.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know some of these clergy people now are sitting there they're they're falling into the narrative. Well, you know, you could be born transgender and you could do that and all of that stuff. And I'm going I'm not going to judge somebody for what they believe if they're an adult and they think that they were crosswired that's your prerogative you're an adult you have the right to make that decision on your own as long as it doesn't affect me my you know my belief is i think you're wrong on that i think you're crosswired in the brain uh, one more thinking, thing but,
0: before we end this uh, little um, program uh, I, this is an interesting story did you hear about the daughter of a putin ally oh yeah 25 years old a pretty young lady she's in her dad's car And the bloody car blows up. They blew up the car. Now, the Ukraine is saying, hey, we didn't do this. The Ukraine said, we didn't do that. But somebody did it because it was a bomb that was set. Well,
1: didn't Zelensky say, well, things are going to start happening, you know? Well, that's
0: just it. Do we trust the Ukraine? We, we We put all of our eggs into the Ukraine's basket. And is that the right basket to have our eggs in?
1: Well, we shouldn't have it in either basket because we're losing money on this. Ukraine's getting money. And, of course, Russia's well, profited, too. The American people are losing
0: money. You and I are losing big time. And all of our listeners are losing big time. But the arms dealers in this country, the the uh, military people who you know build the jets and make the bombs and make the rifles and the rocket launchers— They're doing big business.
1: Oh, yeah. And you know what? you got to understand something about the, And you might have stock in them, so you might favor them too. Uh, The simple fact is it used to be the war machine uh, for the United States was the United States only, but you can't make money that way. So you've got to be a global player. And that means, hey, we have got this new missile. You can't detect it. It will go in and wipe out an entire population, sends out a pulse that hits in the back of the net, neck and snaps off the nerves, and uh, they all just die right there in the tracks. All you got to do is body cleanup. You got an intact city. Uh, do you want this bomb? No, we don't want it. We can't afford it. Great. I'm going to go sell it to your enemy. Hey, you have a nice day.
0: I sure hope that we're not involved with that bomb that went off in that car. It was meant for the ally. It was meant for her dad. He was supposed to be in the car, not her but at, at the last minute they changed cars for some reason he went off in some other car and she she took dad's car and was killed in the explosion
1: well they'll they'll take that story because of the fact that you think that and they'll say that dad sacrificed his daughter that's what the the, the media will say so i'll just get it out there now so when you hear it you know it's bs are we going to hear more about that explosion uh, in the news, well, during it the is coming in the days. news cycle. It's, it's. It, I saw it this morning, and it's in the news cycle. So, it depends. It depends on if the public gives it feet, and if if we give it some traction, then the nattering nabobs of uh, let's spin this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll come out there, the fact checkers. And by the way, I one once wondered who the fact checkers are, and I sat there and I looked up. You know, the the number one fact checker. And it was owned by a newspaper out of Tampa who was a, and they own the liberal press in Tampa. And I'm like going, oh, that's great. So when you fact check a, a right-leaning story, well, it's BS because it was checked by the other side who just said fake news.
0: Great. Hey, listen, we've done it, friends. Uh, another show in the can, man. But uh, you can call us and leave your opinions, comments, whatever, on our uh on our answering machine line. Uh, And we'd like to have you call and and make a comment. And if it's something that we can use on the air, you may just hear yourself. Uh, Numbers 833-583-6060. 833-583-6060.
1: Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Okay, we've done it. What are you doing for the rest of the day? Uh, Just going
0: to kick off your shoes and... uh, and, and sit back and relax, satisfied that you had a great you know, show, or what? Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> you know what I'm doing today. I mean, I've been working what, what hair I have left out of my head. I was working on a website yeah, for a friend, and then I have one for us that I got to work on with that project, so I thought this would be Good skill building because I'm not a web builder.
0: Websites are like, it's like taking a college course. I mean, it's that difficult. And they make it sound so easy. Oh, you can drag and drop, drag and drop my fanny. It is not easy to make these well, web actually, pages. Actually,
1: they're, they're correct on that drag and drop because when I stand up from the yeah. computer and You're, walk, you drag. I drag across the floor and usually <laughs> my head hits that table right over there. <laughs> and he drops. I know. I his. drop. I'm out like a light. Hey, buddy. But, ha- good
0: luck with your web building today. Have a great one, my friend you uh...